It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. FM World 4, Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Dublin's hit music station, F104. Louise with you until 1 o'clock. I'm now joined by two-time Paris Cycling World Champion and Rio 2016 medalist Colin Lynch. Hello, how are you? Uh, good, thanks. And yourself? Good. Thank you so much for joining us. That's my pleasure. So I suppose to start it off, what was your experience of the Paralympics? Well, I've been to two Paralympic Games and they were very, very different for mm. me. Um, so the first one was in London and that was my first experience. Um, and it was, a, it was a bit of an eye-opener. It was a shock to the system. Um, as a Paralympic athlete, we are not always... Um, used to competing in front of crowds, mm-hmm. um, especially very, very large crowds. So um, I recall the first time I went into the velodrome um, for my first race, and it was you know packed with sort of eight or nine thousand cheering people, um, and it was um, yeah, it was a bit, it was a bit of a shock. So um, things like that can be very, very hard to deal with if you're not prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas when I went to Rio the second time around, I had everything in my head and I knew exactly what what to expect, and it was a lot easier to sort of put that to one side and, and focus it must me, more re- on the job you, at hand. Yeah, when you kind of know what you're going into, it does make things a little easier on you, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and the good thing is now that, you know, Paralympics Ireland um, have become a very, very professional organization mm-hmm. and they're very, very good at preparing the athletes, you know, for what to expect. Whereas back in London, it was, you know, London was probably one of the really, really first big, big games. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's continued to grow since then, as, as as has the organization. But, you know, the good people really sort of pushing things forward and, and really, really now dialing in the preparations. It's a lot easier, you know, to focus on performance and sort of put the hype and the you know, spectacle to one side. Absolutely. And that is brilliant. It's a brilliant part of it. But as you say, you're there to do a job, essentially, really, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it is. It is. A, it's a full time job. Yeah. I mean, for it was for myself, and you know, for a lot of the athletes, um, and they do an enormous amount of work, you know, to get to this point. So, you know, it is very, very important, obviously, that you can really, really focus on the job at hand. You know, at the same time, you do want to be in, to be able to enjoy the experience, yeah. but it's all about timing. So, you know go in, do your race, and then sort of appreciate the crowd and the spectacle and things like that. But, you know, I I personally was a little bit overwhelmed, I think, (laughs) you know, for my first races. Um, It got a little bit easier after that. And what sort of work or preparation has gone in to up to this point? Um, Well, certainly for the paracycling squad, they have been doing, like, an enormous amount of work. I mean, Mm -hmm. obviously, you can sort of look at it almost as a several-year process, but, you know, the really, really 
hardest work is done in, in the last few months. Um, so the squad will have traveled, you know, to Portugal mm-hmm. um, and set up there. There's a there's a velodrome there where we, you know we've been for like the, the last three games now. Amazing. Um, and they'll set up and they'll basically these, there's housing in the velodrome, so they can you know you can basically have a room right above the track. It's it's very very handy. They're isolated from you know everything and everyone. Um, and they'll spend a few weeks there, and they'll, they'll sort of get their final training done. They're split between, you know, road work and track work, um, and they're really just trying to, you know, make sure all the boxes are ticked and just getting all that final bits of training in. Yeah. And then this time around, from there, um, the majority of the team flew out to Japan. Uh, I think last week, mm-hmm. um, and will now sort of be with the rest of the larger Paralympics Ireland team, um, almost in quarantine, but again, just getting the last little bit of work done, getting, you know, prepared uh, before they go into the uh, the Olympic Village. Yeah, because obviously the pandemic kind of put a stop on things for last year. And so, you know, it is kind of trying to keep that constant training up or trying to keep it, isn't it really, trying to keep it going? Yeah, that's correct. I mean, we, you know, we, we train and race all year round. Mm. Um, so it's it wasn't necessarily, you know, for the athletes, it wasn't necessarily that big a deal to postpone mm-hmm. it for a year it was up in the air for a while but fortunately you know that postponement was done early enough that you know it wasn't like it was done now you yeah know, the week sprung before. on it was the done months, yeah. months before mm-hmm. so they were able to sort of dial it back down do what they had to do and then ramp it up again this year um the experience for the athletes will be very very different obviously you know mm-hmm. the last two times it was very friendly it's a very get into the village and it's a really really it's a great vibe and you know everyone's kind of hanging out with everyone else and um you know this time it's it's not going to be that at all it's it's very very you know you have to stick to yourselves you mm-hmm. can't socialize you know you can't go into the meal hall and and sort of sit and hang out with people from other countries yeah. um so it's a bit of a shame you know that, that's, a shame. that's a big yeah. part of of the experience and in enjoying it but Consequently, on the other hand, you know, it might be a little bit easier to focus on performances and, you know, like, like we're saying, just get in, get the job done um, <laughs> and, and sort of get out again. Yeah, and kind of enjoy whatever experience it is. As you say, it is going to be a bit different, but there's still lots of it to be enjoyed and it's still and definitely, an achievement. And the thing with the thing with the paracycling is, is it's not in Tokyo. So the Izu Velodrome is, you know, a few hundred miles away. Okay. Um, they will have spectators there. Brilliant. You know, it won't be as full. Yeah velodrome but there'll, there'll be enough spectators there to make that atmosphere mm-hmm. electric yeah. still and, yeah. and the same with where the road races and the time trials take place there at the fuji speedway which is again it's 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 a really really far away um it's very very wide open so it's it's you know they won't have spectators around but there will be a grandstands in the start finish area there Amazing. will be fans there um and they will be able to you know draw off that and and get that experience and you know that buzz that's it's kind of it's important it's you know it, it drives you on and it you know it really really makes you want to perform even at a higher level than you normally would it does and the games they kick off on the 24th of august what can we kind of expect from it once it kind of kicks off and gets started um well in terms of performance i mean it's a it's a strong strong squad that we've mm-hmm. sent out this year uh, it's very very small um the majority of the people are probably metal contenders there's Amazing. you know in sport there are no guarantees yeah. um you know we have everything from three-time paralympic athletes you know paralympians in there mm-hmm. um 
you know, with our women's town and with uh, Katie George and Eve, um, who are, you know, reigning, reigning Paralympic champions. And, um, you know, they've been world champions many, many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did come second in the last, in both the time trial and the road race in the last world championships not that long ago. So they're going to be really hungry um, to take those top spots back. Um, but I know they've been doing an awful lot of work. <laughs> It's going to be um, very exciting. Very, so. very good at just dialing it in when it matters. Um, mm. So I do expect, you know, big things from them. Amazing. We I have, look forward to it. Yeah. And we had other bikes, you know, a couple of, a couple of you know, uh, debutantes to the games, mm-hmm. a couple of people who won their first, you know, world championships medals this year. Uh, they're going to be, they're going to be knocking on the door. They're going to be very, very close. It's going to be touch and go. You know, you need to have a good day. You need somebody else to have a bad day. Is, yes. is kind of sometimes what it comes mm. down to when you're on that third or fourth place, you know, bubble. But that's the thing, because you're kind of at the top that... level, aren't you? So it is a matter of, you know, if someone trips up by mistake or like there is those tiny little things. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, uh, put it in perspective, in London, I missed the medal by one tenth of a second. So, oh, no. Um, and, I, and I was a reigning world champion. And it, it just yeah. goes to show that, you know, it just that's all it takes is, is the blink of an eye sometimes mm-hmm. and, and it can be gone. Um, and you know, and, and it can be a medal for somebody else. Um, and there will be there will be a couple of people on the team that are probably you know realistically they're just going more to gain experience. Yeah. Um, you know, they'll they'll probably continue to improve and and maybe have a shot at, at the next games, which now yeah. is only three years away. So that's the um, yeah, yeah, it's definitely it's you know. I'm I'm excited. I mean, I wish I was there. <laughs> yeah. um, but I'll 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 be following very very closely. Um, you know, just because I know everybody and yeah. uh, you know I've been through it, and, and it, you know, I, I'm I'm just a huge fan of, of paracycling. So and I'm sure you know, I expect be, big things from some people for sure. I'm sure we'll be told all the times and that because I know the time differences are a little funny, but some of them, like we can, I've been, I was quite lucky with the Olympics to catch a couple of people at you know it was still two o'clock in the morning, but it's still possible if you want to, you know. <laughs> You just have yeah, to right. plan it's, your it's bedtime. Only eight hours ahead. Yeah. Um, I I watched all the Olympics. I, I mean, I sort of got up at seven o'clock every yeah. morning to watch the track cycling. So it was, it, was, it was quite easy to to catch some of it. It just depends on it depends on when it's on, if it's on, mm-hmm. how much of it's on. Yes. You know what time of the day it is, but it does tend to run. They're long days. It's it's not like with the Olympic track program which was only three hours a day this mm-hmm. stuff will be quite long because there's so many categories and male and female and you yeah, know yeah, definitely yeah. a lot into a, a, a much shorter period of time so um, do your research road track. make a plan <laughs> and get up and set your alarms <laughs> uh well yeah out of that i'll set to record but yeah well that too um, yeah you can record it <laughs> colin thank you so much uh, it's my pleasure i appreciate pleasure. you coming I, I on with people- us I do hope people get the opportunity to uh, watch any of the Paralympic sport. It's um, absolutely. I mean, I hate to use the word; it is inspiring. But I mean, these are top, top level athletes um, yeah. who work really, really the hard best for what in they the do, world. and, and yeah. they deserve that recognition. Hundred percent, hundred percent agree. Absolutely. Thank you so much, and I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. Thank you. FM World Four Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.